Thank goodness, Dale Jr.'s okay. This is the Y'all Show, the end of the week edition. Yes, we've got the latest from Northeast Tennessee where Dale Jr., his family had that really fiery crash of their plane on Thursday, and he's okay. And we'll tell you more about that. Well, today is a special day in maybe not quite so friendly of a way if you're an Elvis Presley fan. Today marks the anniversary of Elvis's 1977 death. At the start of our second hour of today's Y'all Show, we'll have a special salute to the king. And we'll play what I consider to be one of the greatest songs of Elvis Presley that is Southern, at least, in our salute to the king of rock and roll. That's coming up in our second hour. We also have in our second hour today, hashtag Hullabaloo. And we have... From Dixie would love to wrap things up there after we take a quick look at this weekend's new movies. Angry Birds 2 in theaters this weekend if you want to make your appropriate planning. All right, here in this first hour of today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl, we will start things off with headlines. In addition to what's going on with Dale Jr., we have other stories coming in from the Southeast, and we'll tell you about that. And we've got some fun stuff as well. There's an Uncle Si sighting in Northeast Louisiana that we'll tell you about. And he was kind of like Santa Claus here this week. We'll tell you about what Uncle Si of Duck Dynasty was out doing in Monroe, Louisiana. And maybe the most important news story of the week, we've got the list of the top-selling liquor brands in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Some big, big information coming in from Virginia that we'll share at the end of our headlines from across the South today. In all serious, we do have some other stories that are a little bit more important that we'll get to in just a bit and then later this hour we've got our college sports spectacular coming your way as we're only eight days away maybe seven depending on when you are hearing this from the start of the college football season and we're getting you ready for kickoff florida and miami next weekend in orlando with all that's going on with college sports and one of the things going on in college sports A player for Georgia Tech has just been granted a sixth year of eligibility. We'll let you know who that is, and will that make a difference here on the flats in 2019 for Tech fans. Also, update on the guy that poisoned the tree in Auburn many years ago. An update on that, plus some Tua news from the capstone at the University of Alabama that you want to make sure you tune in and find out. And then we have the list of the 50 best programs in college football history, according to ESPN. We'll share those numbers with you and which of those 10 programs are from Dixie. We'll let you know that. And believe it or not, we actually have a little college basketball predictions to tell you about as we have a preseason top 25 ranking that's just come out. We'll share that with you here in our college sports spotlight later this hour. See, got it all covered. And hey, that's not even the whole hour here in this first hour of today's show. We're going to have another ICYMI in case you missed it and earlier this week we had clark shelton the editor of y'all.com stop by and talk about all the really fun stuff at y'all.com that you can go check out right this very second and we're going to rewind back to wednesday when clark was on our show and you'll get to hear a portion of that interview of clark shelton again editor of y'all.com previewing all the fun at y'all.com if you want to connect to us on y'all, we welcome your input. Our number is 803-816-1170. That's a number that's open for you to call 24-7, seven days a week. It's 803-816-1170. We, we certainly value any input, good, bad, or indifferent 
text or call 803-816-1170. Our email address is y'allshow at y'all.com. That's Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W at Y-A-L-L dot com. We are on the couple of streaming apps. If you have a smartphone or an iPad, check us out. We're on the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, and the Apple Podcast app. All free of charge. Simply search for Y'all Show, and you'll see it right there at your little fingertips. Just push the old button, and you'll be set to get our show each of the five days a week that we come out. And so those are great ways to keep up with us, of course, at y'all.com and on Facebook. Check out the y'all.com group there and like our page. And each day when the y'all show is posted, you'll get the link right there on your Facebook feed. And in addition to the y'all show on y'all.com and on y'all.com on Facebook, we've got really fun, informative, and just amazing stuff each and every day multiple stories coming your way in fact we've had some great literature that was posted there this week so if you're looking for a good read but not too big of a read something that's not going to take you a couple weeks to get through maybe a couple minutes all of that is at y'all.com with your host john rawl okay let's go to east tennessee as we were telling you about on wednesday elizabethan tennessee is where we're going to take you to and dale earnhardt jr his wife and their child we're in a plane crash there at the Elizabethan Municipal Airport. Now, he was flying in there because this weekend NASCAR is racing at nearby Bristol Motor Speedway. And luckily, we know that Dell Jr. is okay. Late on Thursday evening, he told ESPN's Marty Smith, who used to cover NASCAR big time before he put on his little tight pants and started talking about football and other sports. Dell Jr. told Marty Smith that he and his family are okay following this plane crash. And it was a scary thing on thursday afternoon when this crash happened right at the elizabethan airport which is probably about 20 minutes drive from the bristol airport it's kind of southeast of bristol motor speedway really kind of going toward the mountains there in northeast tennessee but yes we're happy to know that earnhardt's wife and child were on the plane and they're fine and they also had the pilot on the plane another passenger and the family dog and again, the FAA confirmed five people on the plane, but I'm sure you saw the video. Scary situation, and I don't know the update on all the others beside the Earnhardts, but we do know that Dell is, again, as he told ESPN, he is okay and quite a blessing after a scary situation on Thursday. You know about the story last week where the agents went in and raided the chicken plants in Mississippi and a lot of people have been upset, a lot of protesters. Well, on Thursday, the plant where some of these workers were working illegally, about a hundred more workers are gone because they're fired. Yes, they are fired from these chicken plants, or at least the one that I'm aware of in, in this chicken processing plant around Morton, Mississippi, and a crackdown on the workers there. And it's just an ugly situation getting even uglier. The PH food was one of the places that was raided on August 7th by immigration and customs enforcement agents. 680 workers were arrested because they didn't have the legal permission to be in the United States working. Also, ICE seized company documents as part of an investigation into what the managers knew. And ICE said it arrested 99 people at PH food. But I saw the attorney 
the attorney for the state of the i guess the u.s attorney for the southern portion of mississippi and when asked why aren't the managers the owners of these chicken plants being prosecuted he said they're gathering evidence and that is likely to happen but more fallout coming again from the chicken plants in mississippi if you're a new orleans area resident or you have been in new orleans sometime over the last two decades you probably are familiar with the name cj morgan a popular top-rated morning radio show host in the big easy and unfortunately he died wednesday at the age of 63 cj morgan's real name was clifton monix he spent nearly 15 years as a morning radio co-host at q93 fm and that's wquue and again he has died at the age of 63 longtime radio host in new orleans and a very highly rated radio host in the crescent city in georgia they've been told they must scrap the old voting machines after the 2019 comes to an end a federal judge overseeing a challenge to georgia's outdated voting system said that after all of these years of inaction in the face of warnings about vulnerabilities georgia state officials have finally taken a solid step in the right direction but the judge foreshadowed a looming fight over the state's new system, writing that it may be like deja vu all over again. U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg's order prohibits the state from using its antiquated paperless touchscreen machines and election management system beyond 2019. The judge also said that the state must be ready to use hand-marked paper ballots if its new system isn't in place for the March 24th, 2020 presidential primary election in the state of Georgia. Remember, in 2018 when they had the very contested race for governor stacy abrams complained about these voting machines and and really claims that the election was stolen from her i don't know how much truth there is to that statement but it's been an ugly situation with these voting machines in the peach state and again according to this judge totenberg they got to get new machines in place before 2020 i still think i'm not so sure technology is always the best thing and I don't know why they just don't do paper ballots all the time, no matter where you are. I mean, they got so many polling places, no matter where you live. If they do it right and break it down, I mean, it may take a couple more hours of counting, but at least there's a, a real proof that one vote and one vote gets recorded. Unlike now, when you go in and you vote and it goes into some kind of machine, who's to say that that thing's going to actually come through the correct way? All right. How about this story? Hey, hey, dude. Uh, uh, what time is it? Is it 420? Well, if it is 420 and that means something to you, if you're one of these types of folks, you've got some good news coming to you from the Commonwealth of Maryland. I think Maryland's a Commonwealth. If not, it's just a regular old state. But the Court of Appeals in Maryland says the smell of marijuana is not enough for police to search a person. And a ruling that begins by quoting the title of Bob Dylan's The Times They Are A-Changing. And yes, the Maryland Court of Appeals ruled unanimous 7-0 this week that in Maryland's post-decriminalization era, the odor of marijuana coupled with possession of what is clearly less than 10 grams doesn't give police officers probable cause to make an arrest and search a person. The ruling says police can still use the smell of marijuana, MJ mj marijuana mary jane to justify searching a vehicle but police can't search anyone in the vehicle without evidence of a crime 
Maryland decriminalized possession of up to 10 grams of marijuana in 2014. It's now considered a civil offense that can carry a $100 fine. But again, Maryland, again, more of the blue portions of our region come in Maryland. I know it's a fringe state in the South, but here the Court of Appeals, unanimous 7-0, saying that, hey, you got to have more than just the smell if you want to lock somebody up or really put them in a lot of lot of pain for their love of the wacky weed four texas republicans have now decided not to seek re-election in 2020 and these four republicans are serving in the u.s house of representatives eight-term congressman mike conaway of west texas five-term congressman pete olson of sugarland and you also have eight-term congressman kenny marchant of north texas and Maybe the most famous of all these congressmen not running in 2020 is three-term Congressman Will Hurd of San Antonio, the only black Republican in the House of Representatives. And these Texans and these four Republicans are not going to be seeking re-election in 2020. Some people are very, very concerned about Texas going blue as early as 2020. And having these four incumbents now say, okay, we're out of here. We're not going to serve anymore. It only makes it hard for people like the Republican Party chairman of Dallas County, Wade Emmert. Emmert said in a quote this week, I think each of them are not running for maybe different reasons. I will say that generally speaking, Texas is shifting and the Republican politicians need to understand their districts are not safely Republican anymore, except for maybe a few in texas so yeah it's not going to be easy to try to fill those shoes if you're wanting to become a republican and run against said democrat in 2020 but now that four guys with a lot of experience all males all saying goodbye to washington dc there in the state of texas more political news coming to you here on this end of the week edition talk about a family feud in the commonwealth of kentucky as the governor matt bevan he and the lieutenant governor, Janine Hampton, are kind of at odds. In fact, what's crazy about Kentucky is the governor kind of handpicks his lieutenant governor, sort of like the president selects the vice president. A lot of states in the South, I would say probably most, have an election of the lieutenant governor completely separate of the governor. But yes, the governor currently of Kentucky, who's up for re-election, by the way, this year, He's having some problems with his handpicked lieutenant governor, and the debate and the controversy has gone on to the point that, guess what? In this re-election bid, Matt Bevan is not picking Lieutenant Governor Hampton to be his running mate, his sidekick, if he are if he were to be re-elected. He's being challenged by Attorney General Andy Bashir, and this Democrat has sued Bevan repeatedly for the governor's use of executive powers. And that's enough problems right there. But uh, Lieutenant Governor Hampton, she's got her own sort of legal battles going on. And again, to kind of give you an idea of what she has going on with Governor Bevan, the governor, when he was sued by her over a bitter staffing dispute, the fight erupted deep into his reelection effort and it's muddied his campaign efforts to put the focus on his ties to President Donald Trump and his anti-abortion stand. And the Democrats are having a a big, big time over what they call a dysfunctional mess there in Frankfort, Kentucky. Look it up. It's 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 very odd. Again, Bevan has dropped Hampton from his ticket and she won't be 
alongside him if he were to be reelected. And she's got a lawsuit filed in state court that seeks to restore two of her dismissed staff members to their jobs in the lieutenant governor's office as they were removed by Bevin's administration this year without her consent. So getting it's getting hot in here, at least in Frankfort, Kentucky, the state capital of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Now to Fort Smith, Arkansas, speaking of politics and even presidential politics, we have the next president of the United States coming from Fort Smith, Arkansas. I'm not making this up. At least there's a chance that write this name down and write down where you were when you heard this name. On August 16th, 2019, the Y'all Show's John Rawl told you about the next president of these United States Mosey Boyd is the person I'm talking about. And Mosey Boyd of Fort Smith, Arkansas, has announced her presidential campaign. She is the founder of True Grit Law Firm in Fort Smith. And no joke, she is running for president. She said, rebuilding patriotism by uniting Americans around our shared values. That's why I'm running for president. We all love our country, and there's a lot that unites us. The strength of America lives in the heart of every single American and she goes on from there. I don't know if this is a marketing ploy for her True Grit Law Firm in Fort Smith, uh, which is a long way from Washington, D.C. But yeah, last week she visited with Iowa caucus voters and placed Mosey Boyd for president yard signs around Iowa. And she's sp- going to be speaking along leading Democratic candidates at a forum going on here this week in Altoona, Iowa. And she runs the River Valley Economic Development Council in western arkansas and hey she's got as good a chance as any at least there's no baggage at least as of right now and maybe somebody's going to try to come out and say she's a racist because she's got her law firm named true grit law firm and see grit is racist because it ties into the south and the south is is the worst place but we know better and I, I wish her well. It would be neat to see someone besides Bill Clinton from Arkansas become president of the United States. But something tells me Donald Trump's going to carry Arkansas regardless in 2020. But there's your name to go look up. Google her. Mosey Boyd. M-O-S-I-E-B-O-Y-D. A 2020 presidential contender. See, we, we got it all right here on y'all show. Hey, how about this crazy story talking about people overreacting and people not realizing first amendment rights do you have a home association that you're a part of do you live in a neighborhood and you've got one of those associations that meet maybe once a year and for the most part they're fairly irrelevant but sometimes they get a little ridiculous in some of their stipulations well a home association in florida has told a army vet that they've got to remove their flag that they've got hanging at their house as the rolling hills estate's homeowners association in Kissimmee recently told francis santiago that flags other than a u.s flag a military flag or a sports flag are not permitted and francis didn't like that francis by the way a female and her husband is Ephraim. and the flag she was flying outside her Kissimmee home was a flag that's near and dear to her it's the flag of her not state but territory she was flying the puerto rican flag outside of her home at the rolling hills estates and this homeowners association had to butt in and tell her well that's not permitted and i don't like that 
you probably hear me on this show talking about flags from time to time. Flags are a, another form of expression. And here, this homeowners association is okay with the U.S. flag or a military flag or even sports flag flying. I mean, if you're going to offend me with a flag, fly a team that I don't like, and I'm going to be offended. But guess what? It's that homeowner's right, First Amendment right, to fly that ugly tiger paw, t- tiger paw flag or that ugly New York Yankees baseball flag. These are teams I don't really care for. Or that ugly, let's see, uh, NFL. Do I, I don't like the Cowboys too much. But just because I don't like it doesn't mean the person that is flying it loves it. So we get into these problems here. But come on, it's a Puerto Rican flag, for goodness sake. It's our country. They are American citizens. And I would tell you right now, if I went to this same neighborhood and they wouldn't let me fly or they'd have a problem with me flying a flag, especially if it was one from one of our great southern states, even the great state of Mississippi's great flag, I would be livid. And I hope that in this case, that the Miss Santiago prevails in this homeowners association does the right thing and let her fly her Puerto Rican flag, which by the way is a pretty neat flag. Although have you ever noticed compared to the Cuban flag is essentially the same flag, just reverse colors. So don't get the two confused. There is a difference between Cuba and Puerto Rico's flag, but a very common heritage together as they were both Spanish colonies before the Spanish American war of the late 1800s at the U S one and as a result took possession of both puerto rico and cuba and then ended up taking possession of the philippines as part of that conflict in the late 1800s we need to do a little spanish-american war talk sometime on the y'all show a battle of another kind to tell you about have you ever been into an avenue store as all 222 avenue stores are closing around the country these are located in 33 states there are women's clothing store avenue you probably have seen the sign somewhere all items brands and even in-store fixtures are for sale and you can go load up at your local avenue store now some of the locations they've got in alabama montgomery also in florida and miami orlando stores there georgia located in augusta on wrightsboro road in noonan at noonan crossing and you also have locations of Avenue in Louisiana, in Baton Rouge, and in Homa, in Maryland, location in Towson, Maryland, Missouri. I got one location there, St. Louis, Mississippi, at the South Lake Center in South Haven is an Avenue store. Two locations in North Carolina, Hickory Ridge, and Plantation Point Shopping Center. Two locations in South Carolina, Columbia on Decker Boulevard, Greenville at Verde Village, also located in Cool Springs Crossing in Franklin, Tennessee, in Madison, Tennessee, and at Nolensville Road in Nashville. Texas locations include Arlington and Austin. So unfortunate news for all you ladies looking to go get a good clothing item at Avenue. This company shutting down all 222 locations. A woman in Florida who pulled a small alligator from her yoga pants during a traffic stop and illegally possessed numerous other wild animals has now been sentenced to probation after pleading guilty to four charges. The 22-year-old driver, Michael Clemens, told the deputy that he and his 25-year-old passenger, Ariel Laguire, were collecting frogs and snakes under an overpass. He gave the deputy permission to search bags in the truck, and the deputy found 41 three-striped turtles in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack, and he asked if Miss McGuire had anything else 
and she pulled a one-foot alligator from her pants. And <laughs> the the man's case is pending, by the way. But uh, yeah, she pulled an alligator from her pants during this traffic stop in Punta Gorda, Florida. How would you like to have a foot-long alligator stuck in your pants, male or female? Probably not very comfortable. A North Carolina police department is evicting its pet cat named Sergeant Butters, and residents of Moxville, North Carolina, are mounting a campaign to bring Sergeant Butters back as the Moxville Police Department's resident feline needed a new home after concerns were raised about a pregnant woman who worked in the building and said she couldn't be around kitty cats. And so Moxville, the Moxville Police Department officials had rescued the cat last year after it was seen hanging around the department. And now a Save Sarge Butters Facebook page has more than 600 members. And Sergeant Butters has even been credited with helping to restore the department's tarnished image after a jury awarded $4.1 million in damages to three former officers who said two town officials fired them several years ago for reporting allegations of corruptions to state officials. So how about that? The kitty cat who got uh, was really a hero, Sergeant Butters, now being ousted from the police department because someone is about to give birth here pretty soon hey let's go to north louisiana uncle si is part of the duck dynasty cast and he was seen this week surprising drivers in monroe with gift cards during traffic stops yes the lovable guy with the big beard big bushy beard uncle si robertson that's who we're talking about and he and united automation teamed up to hand out gift cards around monroe and west monroe louisiana drivers were pulled over for minor violations and this was by the West Monroe Police Department, but they were given a warning about the violation. And instead of a ticket, they got a $100 gift card at United Automation. What a nice gesture there by Uncle Cy. And I need to go to Monroe and see what, what they've got there or across the river in West Monroe, Louisiana. All right, here, as we wrap up our headlines from across the South, let's go to Commonwealth of Virginia and the biggest news story of the day across the Southeast We now know the top-selling liquor brands in the Commonwealth of Virginia. As the Virginia Alcoholic Beverage Control Authority says the state's ABC sales topped over a billion dollars for the first time in fiscal 2019. That was up almost $72 million from the previous year. Sales to bars and restaurants rose 6.3%. Sales at retail stores in Virginia rose to 7.1%. There are about 380 ABC stores in Virginia. And what are the top brands at the Virginia ABC stores? Number one is Fireball Cinnamon. Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey is one of the best brands you can buy and one of the top sellers in the Commonwealth of Virginia. What's the number four selling beverage? Delightful beverage, if you want to call it that. It would be Jim Beam, the straight bourbon, right out of Kentuck. That would be one of the top sellers in the state of Virginia. Since we don't have Virginia whiskey, we got Kentucky bourbon, and we got Tennessee whiskey. As Jack Daniels 7 Black comes in at number three in Virginia for liquor sales. Number two is Hennessy VS. That is number two in Virginia. So you want to know the number one brand? As far as purchases in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and I wonder how this stacks up with your state. The number one selling alcoholic beverage in the Commonwealth of Virginia is Tito's Handmade Domestic Vodka. And pardon me for trying to be haughty-taughty. I never heard of Tito's. 
it must be good. It's number one. And all of Virginia is the top-selling liquor brand. Well, that's a look at your headlines. Let's all pour a drink together and head to a break. But when we come back, hey, sober up, because we're going to be talking about college football big time. We're just hours away now from the start of the 2019 football season. We've got some news coming from Alabama. We've got some news coming from some other programs. We even have some basketball stuff to tell you about after the break here on Y'all. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Uses directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in Southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. Jamma. Roll Tide. This is the Y'all Show, our college sports spotlight as we wrap up another week of the All Southern Show. And Alabama quarterback Tua Takviola and other Crimson Time players are on the newly released All SEC team. This just came out Thursday from the SEC office. And congratulations to the Hawaiian as he is the first team offense quarterback. And other players from Alabama on this first-team offense include Najee Harris, running back. Also another Alabama running back, Jerry Judy. He's on the list. Uh, he's not. I'm sorry. He's a wide receiver, Judy is. 
And those are some of your Alabama players. Alabama dominated this first-team offense. There's more I'll tell you about. And just to kind of go through the whole listing of your first-team offense, in addition to the Hawaiian at QB, you have DeAndre Swift of Georgia as a running back. Of course, we told you about Harris, the running back from Alabama, and Judy, the wide receiver from Bama. You have Kalaja Lipscomb of Vanderbilt as the first-team offense in the SEC. You have tight end Albert Okmiaiman of Missouri. He's on there. Georgia Andrew Thomas is an offensive lineman, and other offensive linemen include Alex Leatherwood of Bama, Jedrick Wells Jr. of Alabama, and then Missouri's Trevor Sims is an offensive lineman. And then you got Prince Wanago of Auburn, an offensive lineman. And center is Lloyd Cushenberry of LSU. The all-purpose first-team offensive player is Jalen Waddell, of the University of Alabama. When you switch over to the defense, hey, you start seeing some of those War Eagle Plainsmen on this list. As defensive lineman Raquan Davis is on first team defense for the SEC. Auburn's Derek Brown is another defensive lineman. Defensive lineman Richard Lawrence of LSU made it on the first team. D- Justin Mariwikwe of Texas A&M is a defensive lineman. He made the list. Dylan Moses, linebacker, Alabama. Errol Thompson of Mississippi State, a linebacker. Kale Garrett of Mizzou is on there as a linebacker. And then the whole host of defensive backs from the SEC. C.J. Henderson of the Florida Gators. Grant Delpit of LSU. J.R. Reed of Georgia. Trevon Diggs of Alabama and Christian Fulton of LSU. That is your first team defense as far as special teams go. Place kicker is Rodrigo Blankenship, the bespectacled one for the Georgia Bulldogs. He's on the list. You also have from Texas A&M punter Braden Mann, return specialist Jalen Waddell of Alabama. And that's your SEC first teamers going into the season. This came out Thursday again from the SEC office. Hey, here's your Harvey Updike update. You probably haven't heard a whole lot about him over the last few years, but we can tell you that a prosecutor wants to know why this crazed Alabama fan who pleaded guilty to poisoning landmark oak trees at Auburn isn't making court-ordered restitution payments. As the Lee County, Alabama District Attorney says that Harvey Updike is being ordered to appear in court on October 30th to explain himself. This is a guy who used to be a state trooper, and Updike served more than 70 days in jail back in 2013 in order to pay about $800,000 in restitution after admitting to poisoning trees at Tumor's Corner in Auburn. And Mr. Updike, Auburn Nation wants to say, you got to pay up, big guy. You pleaded guilty. You served your time but you got to pay you 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 do the crime you pay the fine i think that's how that thing goes let's go to the flats georgia tech has good news for quarterback lucas johnson he's been granted a sixth year of eligibility and the jackets qb is expected to be the starter when tech suits up against defending national champion clemson on that thursday night heading into labor day weekend as johnson can play three more college seasons after the ncaa they announced this decision on thursday he's a six foot three 215 pound quarterback granted this additional year after seeing action in just one of his first three seasons he was redshirted back in 2016 and missed all of last season with a foot injury he appeared in nine games as a reserve quarterback and holder in 2017 and he's expected again to be the guy behind center for the new look georgia tech offense with their new head coach jeff collins and a lot of people excited about georgia tech football in 2019 and now the good news coming in with the qb position there we now know, according to 
the great people at ESPN, the 50 best programs in college football history. We have the top 10 at least. And as far as Southern teams, number one, as far as the top 10 of the best programs in college football history, no surprise, it is Alabama. Alabama is at number one. And we only have two more of the remaining 10 teams from Dixie. Alabama's one. Notre Dame, two. Ohio State, or excuse me, the Ohio State is three. And then our second Southern team, the Oklahoma Sooners, are number four. Southern Cal is number five. Number six is Michigan. Hey, go Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are at seven in the best programs in college football history. That would be the Yale Bulldogs out of the Ivy League. (laughs) I think we're having to go back a couple of hundred years for that uh, success there for the Yale Bulldogs. But way to go, Yale. You're number seven. And number eight, Nebraska, our third Southern team, checks in at number nine, the Texas Longhorns. And congratulations to the FCS ranks and North Dakota State, the Bison. They got in there at number 10 in the best programs in college football history. And boy, they are certainly a powerhouse over the last seven, eight years in FCS football and that is your top programs, according to ESPN, in the entire history of college football. was really hoping that Cumberland was going to make that list, but I guess not. Georgia Tech kind of ended that great run Cumberland had back 100 years ago. Now, who are the best college football states? And this is based on you got to be in a Power 5 conference, and it comes down to winning, okay? Winning in your Power 5 conference. This was put out by Fox, okay? So... Take it how you want. The best college football states at number five is Georgia, with both Georgia and Georgia Tech. As combined, the Dogs and the Jackets have a 60% winning percentage. I don't know how far back this goes, maybe throughout all of college football history. That's probably how this is measured. Number four, Penn State and Pitt. They help Pennsylvania have 62% winning percentage. Hey, the state of Florida with the Gators, the Hurricanes and the Seminoles combined have a 63% winning percentage. Alabama with the Tide and the Auburn Tigers, they have about a 68% winning percentage when you combine them. And who is the best college football state based on wins? When you look at only the Power 5 programs, it would be Michigan. The Wolverines and the Spartans combined have a 71% winning percentage. And that, again, done by the great analyst at Fox Sports. Take it for what it's worth. As we wrap up our college sports spotlight, hey, how about some basketball to tell you about here on this end of the week edition of the Y'all Show? We have a very early look at the college basketball preseason top 25. This is out from NBC Sports. And those same Michigan State Spartans we told you about in football, you know, one of the best college football states. Well, Michigan State, one of the best basketball programs in the country. They're number one in the latest preseason top 25 for college basketball. Kentucky Wildcats, you're number two. You've got E.J. Montgomery back with you. And Ashton Hagens should be a fun time there for Big Blue in 2019 and 2020. Duke checks in at number three in this poll. Number six is Louisville. The Maryland Terps are at eight. The defending national champion for Virginia Cavaliers are eight, the team that played them for the Natty. The Texas Tech Red Raiders are back in here at number nine. And hey, Michael White's Florida Gators check in at number 10 in this preseason top 25 of college basketball. LSU's at 19, Baylor's at 20, the Memphis Tigers are at number 21, the Auburn Tigers, who made it to the Final Four last year, they're at number 22, the Tennessee Vols are at 23, VCU, the Rams are at 24, and those are your Southern teams in, again, this early look at the 2019-2020 college basketball season. And that is your college sports feature here on this end-of-the-week edition 
of y'all. Hope you enjoyed that. Again, just days away now from the start of the 2019 college football season. Cannot wait. When we come back, we can't wait to bring on Clark Shelton. It's an encore of his appearance on Wednesday. It's I-C-Y-M-I, and Clark's going to come on in his role as the editor of y'all.com to give us a quick look at what all is on the pages of y'all.com. And that's up next. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. You think there's someone else? So today you're gonna leave. But I went out alone. I can't help what you believe You can't blame it all on me Speak of the devil He took me out again last night Catchy little tune there. Hey, welcome back. It's y'all. Talk with a southern accent with your host, John Rawl. And here at y'all, we're teamed up with y'all.com. Bookmark that. Save it. Memorize it. Go get it on the tattoo Go there many times every day and look at the incredible content that you'll find on the pages of the Ultimate Guide of the South, y'all.com. And on y'all, you'll find the y'all show linked there. You can go back and listen to every one of our shows, including today's show. It's all at y'all. Well, Clark Sheldon is the editor at y'all.com, and he graced us with his presence on Wednesday to kind of give us an update on what all is on y'all this week. Let's go back to Wednesday in our ICYMI feature 
and hear a portion of that great conversation. This is the time of year when new batches come out from distillers in Kentucky. So, yes, I've got, I've just put another, I'm putting another one up tomorrow, but Mitchers, uh, a lot of Bardstown, Kentucky uh, distilleries releasing new batches, fresh batches, 10 year old batches of rye, bourbon, whiskey. Um, I think I've put about six of those in the last week we've got from different distilleries and, uh, in Kentucky, and then uh, got a couple of guest writers that know a little bit, and have done a couple of articles about what foods to pair with what whiskeys, and what whiskeys you want to pair with a little snack if you're day tripping around to the distilleries. We've had some really good stuff, and the people have shown a lot of interest because, well, I mean, we live here in the South. Whiskey, bourbon kind of goes together with everything. And, of course, with y'all being the ultimate guide to the South, you have a great uh, array of stories and features about going places in the south one of the articles that caught my eye that we'll kind of go in more detail on thursday's y'all show you've got something up called great fall festivals across the south and i'm looking forward to again diving in a little bit more on that particular story and yes i know it might be triple digit temperatures in part of the south and we're not even to the halfway mark of the month of august but yeah we got fall festivals that are getting ready to yep. start we, this month, actually. We got fall festivals, we got fairs, we have state and county fairs listed for every state in the South. Mm-hmm. Our top 10, sometimes 20 picks um, that you can find that we've uh, we've been running, and we're in full fair season. Falls, you got to start planning. Wine festivals coming up. Yeah. There's an article on y'all.com about wine festivals coming up this fall. Six of them. Um, across fact. the South. And I'm working on an Oktoberfest article that'll probably come out around the end of the month. And we're also working on a series of haunted places to visit because when you say fall, one of my favorite holidays, John, right next to Christmas is Halloween. <laughs> uh, and it's because I'm a large child. Yeah, and okay. so I love Halloween. I love things that go bump in the night. I love old black and white horror movies, that kind of thing, that time of year. And so we're working on compiling Vine State, our top 10 most haunted places per state. And I've run across some doozies. So those are the kind of things that you'll be seeing popping up over the next couple of weeks so that people can plan ahead. Yeah. Instead of posting it up on Halloween, it just makes a little bit more sense to me to get you excited and want you to go, ooh, I kind of want to go check that out. Clark Shelton, the editor at y'all.com, and we had a chance to talk to him on Wednesday, and that was a portion of our conversation. Encourage you to go to y'all.com and find our interview from Wednesday if you'd like and hear the thing in its entirety. A lot of great information there, and of course, a lot of great information, period, on the pages at y'all.com. Well, that will wrap up our first hour of this Friday end of the week edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl. When we come back in the second hour, we've got a special salute to Elvis Presley as today marks the 42nd anniversary of his 1977 passing. A salute to the Elvis, to the king of rock and roll, and we'll play one of his great Southern songs at the start of the next hour. We'll have hashtag Huddleblue, a quick look at movies and other sports happening here this weekend. And from Dixie with Love coming your way too. Oh, it's going to be awesome. You don't want to miss out on the fun. This is y'all. We'll be right back.
Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. It is Friday, and this is the Y'all Show. It's our Friday free for y'all. Get your party mode on with David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart, and she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Where the 
hicks my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around Oh, let me hear you sing now, sing loud Jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd. Now don't let me sing here all by myself. Join in. Join in on the fun. Party crowd. Slamming them back. And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Yeah, that's what I like right there. Jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here. Oh, now, are you in the weekend mode now? Thanks to that that song right there, that 1990s smash from a guy named Mr. Murphy. Well, you ought to be in a celebratory mood. However, I realize some of you might just be having a tough day today. Today marks the passing of Elvis Presley back on this day in 1977. He was found dead in Memphis. We've got a salute to the king of rock and roll, and we're going to have a very... Very good salute to the king of rock and roll as we salute his life. He dying at only 42 years young back in 77. And we've picked a song out that I think you'll enjoy hearing. It's it's not really a sad song. It's a fun song. And I'll tell you why we're going to play that Elvis song in just a second when we get to that point. But right now, we've got more DLM songs to enjoy here, getting you ready for the weekend. How about a little dust on the bottle? Oh, yeah. Rio Williams lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, Can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, It might be. A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close at me Drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky 
I reached down to the front seat and said, Now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with song there in the mid-90s dust on the bottle hey it's y'all talk with a southern accent we are excited that you could be with us as we kind of wind things down getting you ready for maybe a little bit more grass cutting on saturday maybe going to church on sunday this is the last weekend if you're a a lady out there and i don't want to sound so stereotypical here but let's face it football is primarily watched by the fellas okay but i know a lot of you ladies love your football your college football at that this is the last weekend there will be no college football for about four months four or five months as next weekend you've got the kickoff to the season miami and florida so if you want to have some more honeydews if you want to add honeydews to your honey you better get it done this weekend because come next week honey is going to be focused and focusing more on football than sweeping up the garage or cutting the grass or weed eating okay just a little friendly nudge here on the y'all show so that that's that's where we are here in society on this day a day which by the way august 16th is a rough day for a lot of you because today marks the passing of elvis presley it was on this day in 1977 that we found out that elvis presley the boy born in tupelo and died at graceland in memphis and if you were alive in 77 you probably and old enough to remember you probably know exactly what you were doing where you were who told you i know where i was i was a youngster i i won't forget that there's not too many days of my life that i can remember in those 70s but i remember that day just like if you were alive in the early 60s no matter what your age if you were old enough to remember you know exactly where you were when you found out john f kennedy had been assassinated kind of the same thing although not as gory not as tragic losing elvis as you would a president to an assassination but still shocking and you wouldn't think this guy the symbol of macho the symbol of great music and a good southern boy 
again, born in Tupelo in 1935 and then passing away August 16th, 1977. Well, we want to salute Elvis. There's so many angles we could go down. It could be just because he was really a cool guy and I didn't know him personally, never met him. Jerry Short met him. In fact, tonight, or really it was more today and last night, but he's still there. He might be there tonight too. Jerry is at Graceland, our Takapola storyteller, and he's going to report to us on Monday about the candlelight vigil that's been going on for Elvis here in the last couple of hours and maybe stretching into tonight. And I'm excited to hear about that. Jerry has a very close connection to Elvis. I think he's even kin to him, but he was there the day that Elvis died. He, he went straight to Graceland. He was there for the funeral. He talked to Elvis's father. He talked to Elvis at a gas pump one time and got a car from him at one point in his younger days. And he goes there when he can. He, he goes to the candlelight vigil. And we'll find out exactly what it, that entails when we talk to him on Monday's Y'all Show. Just a little programming note that our Takapola storyteller is on the scene today at Graceland in Memphis. But when we talk about Elvis, Aaron Presley, again, there's so many ways we could do it. I could easily play here in our Friday Free For Y'all a song that's one of his gospel tracks because we're talking about the passage of an icon here in Elvis Presley, a guy that, again, is known throughout the entire world for his music, for his look, for his style. And this is a recent Presidential Medal of Freedom honor. Did y'all know that he just got that last year from President Donald Trump, the king of rock and roll? It took all those years after his life, but he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom last year so that is something that we might have kind of let slip by us but after making his film debut in love me tender back in 1956 he then went into the military in 58 we know about him serving in germany and then marrying priscilla and their child lisa marie presley and he even has a granddaughter now that's doing some acting and things riley keogh is her name and elvis presley just one of the great ones again born in that little small place in East Tupelo, January 8th, 1935, a two-room shotgun house. And if you haven't been to Tupelo before to see it, it will inspire you. It is pretty neat to see here how this guy went from that to Graceland and all the other stops in between. And, and a very humble guy, a very giving guy, if you know anything about his career. He gave away cars. He really supported a lot of people and a lot of things benefited from a lot of people and a lot of places benefited from the success of Elvis Aaron Presley. And here today, as we mark again, the 42nd year since his passing today is the mark that he's now been sadly dead as many years as he was alive, 42 years alive. And now today, 42 years deceased Elvis Presley. So, when we go through Elvis's discography and we can go back and maybe pick a song that kind of got him going way back in the 50s, That's All Right, the first kind of record he put out in 54 that was a big hit and played over and over in Memphis and then it kind of caught steam and went viral in the days before the internet. I would say That's All Right and the songs that followed were extremely viral for Elvis Presley. It was, I forgot to remember to forget that really was his big number one on the radio side of things. And then he followed that up with Heartbreak Hotel, Hound Dog, Blue Suede Shoes, and, and so many of those 50s hits. And then he had to go in the Army, so you didn't have maybe as good a quality 
as many records coming out. But then he came back in the 60s and continued to have big songs. And Return to Cinder was out in 62. And you move on into the late 60s where he had some really good songs kind of closing up the decade. Suspicious Minds, for example, out in 69. That's off the Worldwide 50 Gold Award Hits Volume 1. So many great records, so many great TV specials. And I won't say great, but recognizable movies perhaps during his career he was no stranger to making uh, less than stellar movies but he made a lot of money doing it so good good job for you tupelo kid when we got to the 1970s the last decade that he lived in he started it out with a big song at least that was on the ac chart and it was top 10 in other formats but kentucky rain written by eddie rabbit i love that song and here today as i go through trying to pick a great elvis song as a salute here on the day of his passing i really wanted to pick a song that was maybe the most southern of all of elvis's songs i could easily go get one of those great gospel hymns something he might have been singing in his church as a child or maybe as an adult, but I wanted to find something really Southern, and I would put Kentucky Rain up there as one of the likely songs to play here in our Elvis Presley salute, Southern style. But then you got to remember that that live version that he did back in the 1970s of American Trilogy, 1972, that was out, and that was from Elvis Aaron Presley. I love that song. Of course, it's got Dixie, it's got all of the other great hymns uh, and just a fun song and i love the the crowd you know cheering him on there in that great american trilogy and i i get emotional every time when i hear that combination of dixie the battle hymn of the republican all my trials which is a bahamian lullaby related to black spirituals and used widely by folk music revivalists so did you know that all my trials was actually a whole nother song that american trilogy is a is a mix-up of all of those great ones but here as we go through the 70s getting before his death in 77 getting ready for that unfortunate instant of, of his career and his passage i found a song that really he didn't make famous first it was a song written by louisiana guy tony joe white a guy that just passed away last year and this tony joe white song came out in the late 60s a song that tony joe recorded in muscle shoals which this song describes the lifestyle of a poor rural girl from the south and her family and the term poke salad alley it's used to describe the food highlighted in the song it's poke salad and that's s-a-l-l-e-t a cooked greens dish made from poke weed which grows out in the woods it's similar to turnip greens as the song says as elvis will tell us here in a second have you had poke salad before i've actually seen places in the south that sell it not in stores by the way but places people on the side of the road having signs that say poke salad i even saw a place called poke salad city not long ago but yeah tony joe white came out in the late 60s with his version of this song that got some regional play and really highlighted the swamplands of his native louisiana and again we lost the singer songwriter tony joe white at the end of 2018 but elvis came out with his own version of this song in 1973 and as i'm searching for songs that really showcase the great singing style of elvis presley I wanted to find one that was really Southern at the same time. And I think you'd have to agree, Poke Salad Annie, Elvis's version, a fun version, kind of 
checks off a bunch of boxes. So enjoy this on this day that Elvis passed away. Let's go back to 1973 and his live cut of this Tony Joe White song from the on stage record, Poke Salad Annie. Some of y'all never been down south too much. Some of y'all never been down south too much. I'm going to tell you a little story so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Down there we have a plant that grows out in the woods in the fields. And it looks something like a turnip green. Everybody calls it poke salad. Now that's poke salad. You know a girl lived down there and she'd go out in the evenings and pick a mess of it. Carry it home and cook it for supper. Because that's about all they had to eat. But they did all right. Down in Louisiana, where the alligators grow so mean, lived a girl that I swear to the world made the alligators look tame. Oh, Saturday, you got your granny. Everybody said it was a shame, although the mama was a working on the chain gang. Vicious woman. Every day before summertime, she'd go down by the truck patch and pick her a mess of pork salad and carry it home in a toast. Pork salad. You got your granny. Everybody said it was a shame. Because the mama wasn't working on the chain A wretched, spiteful, straight razor toting woman Lord have mercy We suck a little pork salad to Ching, 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 
Oh yeah, taking you back to the early 1970s for the King of Rock and Roll and that song there, Polk Salad Annie. That was recorded February 19th of 1970 and that's from the CD On Stage. That was recorded at the International Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada and a couple of years after it was recorded, RCA put it out as a single and it kind of was one of the more fun songs of Elvis in the late days of his life. And, of course, a song written by a Louisiana guy, Tony Joe White, and a fun song here. And, again, maybe the most southern of Elvis Presley's songs here as we give him a proper salute on the passing day of his life. And this August 16th of 2019 marks the 42nd anniversary of Elvis Presley dying in Memphis back in 1977. Thank you for the records, and thank you for the memories, Elvis Aaron Presley. The Y'all Show will come back right after this. We have a great bunch of food-related fun to tell you about in our hashtag hullabaloo and some other neat things to pass along. And then later this hour, we'll take a look at the new movies hitting theaters this very weekend. It's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Back into the end of the week edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. John Rawl and we are accentuating Dixie each and every day that we're on the air. Thank you for showing up and thank you for supporting the all southern show hey check us out support us even more by going to our website y'all.com that's y-a-l-l dot c-o-m go to our facebook page and like us and follow us and all the other fun stuff instagram twitter we're at y'all show it's time now on this end of the week edition of the y'all show for a little hashtag hullabaloo where we find some of the craziest but sometimes the most educational things out there when it comes to the south and we start out today with texas on our mind carrie popejoy is on twitter at carrie underscore popejoy she writes in her profile imperfect and human hey i could relate to that i bet you you could too she says so so human southern girl living in a small town dreaming of the big city she left and she writes K-C-M-O-S-E-T-X. So I guess she's from Kansas City, Missouri, but now lives in Southeast Texas, which I think there's a place called Houston, Texas in Southeast Texas or in that area that I thought was a pretty big city. 
and actually bigger than Kansas City, Missouri, if I have my directions right on where you came and where you're going, (laughs) Kerry Pope Joy. But here's what Kerry writes on Twitter this week. This goes right along with, hey, God, turn the oven off. We're falling off the bone here. Hashtag Texas. Hashtag summer. And Carrie's got a nice photo she took with her phone showing cows in a pasture there in Texas. And they're all kind of hoarding underneath the shade of a couple of trees. And let's not forget, we've had very, very high temperatures here in Texas this week. And in a couple of other states, we told you earlier about how a an elderly person in Mississippi died this week. And let's we're not poking fun of anybody or anything for escaping that just blazing hot sun in the middle of the day here in the south in the month of August. That makes a lot of sense. But we oftentimes don't think of our our livestock out there that have to be. They don't have a choice. A dog or a cat. We oftentimes let them come in the home with us or the office in some cases, and they get to escape that awful 100 degree temperature if they're a lucky dog or a lucky cat. I don't know anybody that lets their cows come inside, okay? Till the cows come home is just an expression, not reality. But if a cow is lucky, they're going to be in a pasture that's got a couple of trees and a stream somewhere, too, that they can kind of take a bath in and cool off. Those are lucky cows. I bet you there's some cows, especially out in West Texas, Carrie, that just don't have too many choices when it comes to hot days and seeking shelter. And for those little bovines, I'm sorry. I'm, that That's a tough deal there. I understand. But I appreciate you sharing that. And I don't, you know, you're not out here being an ambassador for cows, Carrie, and you're in your tweet and your image but i'm just relating if you've ever felt sorry for a cow this is a good time of year to feel sorry for them when it's 100 degrees it's also pretty probably tough on a cow when it's like 10 degrees too (laughs) wherever they might be located there but cows are pretty durable i don't claim to be a veterinarian but we don't hear too often of cows dying of heat stroke it may happen but I'm not all that familiar with it, and I think cows have to worry more about flooding and things like that more than they have to do these hot and extremely cold temperatures. But I'm sure the farmers out there who look after these you know, livestock and, and also our pig farmers, they are also very cognizant, and they, I'm sure they offer shade when they are able to do that. And I'm not throwing shade at you, Carrie, and saying that. Carrie also put a tweet out that i wanted to share with you about texas okay and the heat of texas that's we're enduring in texas and other states this very week it's a gif it's got the outline of the state of texas and it says dear texas you is hot you is humid you is ridiculous <laughs> well somebody needs to go back to school and learn proper grammar there but the point well taken texas is hot it's humid and it's ridiculous it's so hot there of course texas you got competition in all these categories i think mississippi arkansas maybe some of louisiana is trying to compete with you here this week with extremely hot temperatures in the southeast let's all let's all get through it together and we'll all laugh about it come january when it's minus two here in dixie we go to instagram now for diane shaddix's instagram posting at d-i-a-n underscore s-h-a-d-d-o-x and diane's profile on instagram living life to its fullest an author and advocate for essential trimmer 
a humanitarian, a Native American, a Wyandotte Nation member. And also, Diane writes, she loves wine and cheers. Okay, cheers. Maybe she just trying to be friendly here she actually has her own foundation hey if you want to check it out it's diane shaddix foundation.org if you want to learn more about diane again her name spelled d-i-a-n-n-s-h-a-d-d-o-x foundation.org check it out if you want to know more about this person who's living life to its fullest well here's what she's doing as part of the Dot nation she's putting a recipe out that I guess is inspired by her American Indian ancestry. And it's a pretty neat recipe that involves a lot of corn. And she calls it Diane's Recipes. It's skillet fresh corn. And she calls it an easy recipe. So as we have a whole bunch of food-related items to pass along, we'll start off with Diane's today. And here's what skillet fresh corn consists of. 12 fresh corn cobs from the garden. So if you've got a garden or you want to cheat and go down to the grocery store and get you 12 fresh corn cobs, then you are on the right path. Okay. Then you need a half pint of heavy cream, a stick of real unsalted butter, salt and pepper, and you kind of just stir it up. Again, it's skillet fresh corn. Mix it all up. And if you go to her website, org, you can learn more. She's got a picture of it on the stove. It's simple and she calls it an easy recipe. It's perfect for the summertime. And especially if you have a garden that right now you're running out of your ears, literally in corn, this is a good way to get rid of 12 fresh corn cobs with this skillet fresh corn recipe. All right, more food fun on this Friday end of the week show that we call y'all from Chef Johnny G. Johnny G is at Cajun2Go318. That's Cajun2GEAUX318, a chef and an Acadian chef at that. And Chef Johnny, they write, May Hall pepper, jelly glaze, pork chop, smothered okra and tomatoes, and a collard green coleslaw at Travel Host, Louisiana. Pretty, pretty interesting combination there of a bunch of stuff. And I don't have the recipe for this. He's got a tweet here at the Little Big Cup if you want to know more about this dish again. The Mayhall pepper jelly glazed pork chop, smothered okra and tomatoes, and a collard green coleslaw. All of this you can find out at, again, Chef Johnny G on Twitter at Cajun2Go, G-E-A-U-X, by the way, 318. What caught my eye about this tweet this week was the picture that the chef attached with this explanation of this Mayhall pepper jelly glazed pork chop. It's pretty. It's a great looking dish. It may not be a great tasting dish. I'm sure it is, but it sure looks pretty with the combination of the collard greens. You got the okra and tomatoes, the red, the green there, and then you throw in all this pork chop fun with the Mayhall pepper, and it, it's a great looking dish. And I encourage you to go again to the Twitter account, Cajun to Go 318, and see what Chef Johnny G's got cooked up there in Acadiana and see what uh, maybe this is a good good niche to kind of throw out there if you have a hankering for some good cajun type food here working your way into the weekend hj hank ellison is on twitter at hj the real j a radio talent a ceo gospel spotlight a teacher and a sports fan all right here is our chance today thanks to hank ellison out here 
letting us know about the Dove Awards. The Dove Awards just got announced this week, and we actually want to tell you about some of the nominees for the Dove Awards, and we've got all of them listed here. I don't know if I'll have time to run through the whole list, but Hank Ellison's wanting to let us know about it, and here we go. Are you into the Dove Awards, which the 50th annual GMA Dove Awards are going to be televised coming up the air the show will air sunday october 20th and it'll be on the trinity broadcasting network tbn and people can now go vote on the winners august 21st through the 28th so here's a list of artist of the year nominees for the dove awards for king and country that's artist of the year hillsong united lauren daigle mercy me toby mack those are your artist of the year awards nominees the song of the year for the dove awards Counting Every Blessing, Everything, Joy, Known, Living Hope, Only Jesus, Red Letters, The Breakup Song. They got a bunch of these nominees. Who You Say I Am, Won't He Do It, and You Say. How about some new artists? Go T Records, Aaron Cole is nominated for New Artist of the Year. Fair Trade and their artist, Austin French. Bethel Music's Josh Baldwin. You got MBE, Ty Scott's Kalante Gavin. And Sparrow Records' Riley Clemens, the Gospel Artist of the Year for the Dove Awards nominees, Jekyll Carr, Kirk Franklin, Corin Hawthorne, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and Travis Green. How about your worship song of the year, Build My Life, Living Hope, Surrounded, Fight My Battles, Who You Say I Am, Yes I Will. How about your pop contemporary recorded song of the year nominees, only Jesus by Casting Crowns, God Only Knows for King and Country, The Breakup Song by Francesca Battesley, You Have You Say by Lauren Daigle, and Known from Torn Wells. Those are your nominees there for that category. And I got to give some love to Southern Gospel Music. The Southern Gospel Recorded Song of the Year nominees for the Devil Awards, Longing for Home by Ernest Haas and Signature Sound. We Are All God's Children by the Gaither Vocal Band. How Great Thou Art featuring Sonia Isaacs, and that's with Josh Turner, country music singer from South Carolina, by the way. I Know I'll Be There, Karen Peck and New River, and Even Me, a triumphant quartet song. Those are your Southern Gospel nominees for this year's 50th Dove Awards. Again, the Dove Awards will be held live Tuesday, October 15th in Nashville, and then they'll be aired on TBN Sunday, October 20th. So it won't be live on TBN, but again, it'll be recorded in Nashville October 15th. If you want to head to Nashville and participate and see this great combination of Christian music, the 50th GMA Dove Awards. And I really, really appreciate Hank Ellison on Twitter letting us know about this, and he's excited about RCA Inspiration having 15 of those Dove Award nominees for this 50th annual, annual GMA Dove Awards. Ashley Alexander is on Twitter at Lux Companion Nash. All right, so let me let me just give you a heads up. We're gonna be, we're going now from talking about the Dove Awards to a person that I think is a little bit questionable here. Just giving you a heads up, Ashley Alexander at Lux Companion Nash, and she's gotten a profile. Las Vegas slash Nashville. That's a good combination. Also, she writes that she's a Southern Belle, a wine lover, a world traveler, sensual and sophisticated Ivy League. All sounds great from Ashley Alexander. But here's where it gets a little tricky. Here's what she writes on Twitter this week. There is a reason why my gents say, 
Once you date Southern, you never date anything else. Hashtag Las Vegas home. Let me show you that reason. Okay. I'm not so sure that, again, based on her Twitter handle, Lux Companion Nash, that Ashley might be, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate, but let me just say that she's got her phone number out here on the internet and, uh, and a companion that splits time between Nashville and, and Las Vegas. And I guess that's legal. Uh, I guess she's just a college girl just trying to pay her bills. If indeed I'm correct on that accusation. But anyway, just thought I would share that. And if nothing else, perhaps what she writes on Twitter this week is true. Is, is it true, fellas? Is it true that once you date Southern or, or gals, perhaps this is true for you as well, that once you date Southern, you never date anything else? Well, I'd like to think it's true. And Ashley, thank you for sharing that with us here on today's Twitter. Mar at N-Y-S-T-R-E-V is on Twitter at, and, and Mar is actually tweeting at Bravo TV, the network. Okay. I think there's some sarcasm here. And Mar writes, why is no one Twittering that hashtag Southern charm is on tonight? Just curious. Well, if you go on Twitter these days, if you go on any of the social media outlets, that Charleston, South Carolina film television show, Southern Charm, that airs on Bravo, has a lot of fans. It's Shep and the other ones that are on there. They are making that show get a lot of viewers, okay? And there's no shortage of people chiming in about Shep and the other kind of fun party lifestyle that they've got going on in Charleston and Savannah and the other areas that that show films in. So that is his sentiment on that. As I told you, there's a lot of people who watch, and I think that if you go on right now, you'll see some of that kind of commentary. Here's one, for example, from Sally at D-E-S-P-A-Y-R-E on Twitter. Supernatural likes a lot of politics, even more Jared Paladecki, <laughs> Jared Padalecki at music and, and some Bravo. So I don't know who Jared Padalecki is. I need to Google that. Maybe he he's a good Southerner. But here's what they write, and they're they're actually tweeting to Shep Rose, a star of Southern Charm on Bravo. And here's what Sally writes. Probably not very good fan mail coming to Shep Rose here this week. Sally writes to Shep Rose from Southern Shep Rose from Southern Charm is a heartless piece of crap. Yeah, I know he laughs at people who actually care about others and he thinks people like me are ridiculous. That's his problem. And then they have a link to an article, okay? I assume this is real. It's not fake news about Shep from Southern Charm. But the headline that Solly is putting out there for everybody to see, the headline says, Southern Charm's Shep Rose mocks woman collecting cans. (laughs) Uh, I don't know more of that. Perhaps you can find out if you are a big watcher of Southern Charm on Bravo. You can kind of fill in the blanks yourself. But yeah, he probably was a wise guy if I had to guess. Maybe he did it for a comedic effect. Not sure, but again, Southern Charm, check it out. It's on Bravo. It's been going on a couple of years, and they've even survived the departure of the original star of that show, T-Rav, Thomas Ravenel, who kind of got booted from the show because of some of his off-the-camera lifestyle choices. So good luck to all of you who watched that. And again, thank you for all the interaction. If you want to connect to us on y'all and share anything about your favorite TV show or what you're cooking or what's going on, we want to hear about it. Email us, y'all show at y'all.com or text or call us 
1170. Hey, we've got a look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend. That's up next. And we'll wrap up the weekend looking at the Major League Baseball lineups for our Dixie teams. Thank you for listening to y'all. We'll be right back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's the final segment of this end-of-the-week celebration of y'all talk with a accent on all things Southern. And if you got a youngster around, perhaps you are a grandparent with plenty of youngsters, you probably know what this weekend means. It's the return of the Angry Birds. The Angry Birds Movie 2 hitting theaters this weekend. And you'll hear voices on there from Jason Sedakis, also Leslie Jones, Bill Hader, and more. The Flightless Birds and Scheming Green pigs take their feud to the next level angry birds movie Two, the sequel the first one came out in 2016 and now the angry birds 2 movie 2 called frenemies out this weekend if you want to take the little ones and i'm sure the theaters will be chock full of youngsters watching this one good boys is out this weekend this one looks like another fun movie it's actually rated r although it's got a cast of youngsters starring in it there are a couple of youngsters out there keith l williams brady noon molly gordon and more as good boys is a story of three sixth grade boys who ditch school and embark on an epic journey while carrying accidentally stolen drugs being hunted by teenage girls and trying to make their way home in time for a long-awaited party does that sound like your childhood good boys out this weekend you have a drama horror thriller called 47 meters down uncaged that is out this weekend kareen fox john corbett starring in that one blinded by the light is out this weekend a comedy drama it's kind of a foreign film in 1987 during the austere days of thatcher's britain a teenager learns to live life understand his family and find his own voice through the music of bruce springsteen blinded by the light out this weekend maybe a ride back to the 1980s for that one again coming to us from great britain and finally here a movie hitting theaters this weekend a fun movie called where'd you go bernadette it's got kate blanchett and Kristen wig in there a loving mom becomes compelled to reconnect with her creative passions after years of sacrificing herself for her family her leap of faith takes her on an epic adventure that jumpstarts her life and leads to her triumphant rediscovery where'd you go bernadette those are your look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend. Well, the NFL camps are kind of winding down. They're getting ready to cut the rosters and, and move toward that first game in the early part of September. And this week, the Carolina Panthers, who have their summer drills in Spartanburg, South Carolina at Walford College, they broke camp on Wednesday, and the players have to drive back to Charlotte, which is about an hour, 15, hour and a half drive up I-85. 
And guess what? In Bessemer City, North Carolina, one of the Carolina Panthers' backup players, Brian Cox, got cited for possession of marijuana and going 90 miles per hour in a 65-mile-per-hour zone. Again, heading back to Charlotte after a training camp wrapped up at Walford in Spartanburg. What a knucklehead. And what is a guy that's on an NFL roster doing using drugs here at the start of the new season? So not sure what's going to happen to this backup defensive end for the Panthers, but Brian Cox in trouble with the authorities there in North Carolina. As far as preseason games, those same Carolina Panthers, minus Brian Cox, I assume, are going to be sitting up and playing here this weekend. The Panthers host the Buffalo Bills. In fact, the Bills were in in Spartanburg this week having a couple of days of practice with the Panthers at Wofford College. Other pre-games in, in other pre-game excitement tonight includes the Chicago Bears at the New York Football Giants and the Battle of Florida as the Dolphins go to Tampa Bay for a battle with the Bucks at Raymond James Stadium. Saturday's NFL preseason games, the Browns are at Indy. The New England Patriots travel to Nashville for a game against the Titans. The Kansas City Chiefs are at Pittsburgh. The Lions go to Houston, and the Dallas Cowboys play the L.A. Rams. And this will be on the NFL Network on Saturday night. And this game is at Aloha Stadium in Honolulu. Pretty neat to see the Rams and the boys the so-called America's team playing again on the NFL. You actually have a couple of games coming up on Sunday as well, as you got the LA, the LA Chargers hosting the New Orleans Saints out at Carson, and the Minnesota Vikings have the Seattle Seahawks in for a Sunday night Fox game on preseason matchup there on Fox, and that's here this weekend NFL football for all y'all. To the track we go, and David Reagan says that he's going to scale back his racing schedule in 2020. The 33-year-old race car driver from Front Row Motorsports said that he's going to kind of spend more time with his family and not race full-time, so you won't see him out on the track as much starting next year. As far as this weekend, the boys will be in East Tennessee as the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series at Bristol is going down Saturday at Bristol Motor Speedway. The flag, the green flag, starting at 7.30 Eastern, again, at Bristol Motor Speedway. The golf guys will be in Illinois this weekend. They're at the BMW Championship. This is part of the playoffs. Next weekend, you got the Tour Championship at Eastlake in Atlanta. The PGA schedule coming to an end rather quickly. Keegan Bradley, your defending champ of that tournament there, the BMW Championship in Medina, Illinois. As far as Major League Baseball this weekend, your series involving our teams from right here in the south, the Houston Astros are out in Oakland with a series against the A's this weekend. The Tampa Bay Rays have the Detroit Lions into Tampa for a series this weekend. You have the St. Louis Cardinals at a familiar foe, the Cincinnati Reds, for a series this weekend. Big battle in the nation's capital, the Milwaukee Brewers, who are kind of competing with the Cubs and the Cards for the lead in the NL Central. They have a really tough contest at the Washington Nationals this weekend. The Baltimore Orioles, who just lost 16 of 18 games against the New York Yankees this year. The Orioles will be at the Boston Red Sox for a series this weekend. Interleague matchup, the Kansas City Royals welcome in the New York Mets for a series this weekend. The Dodgers are in Atlanta for a series uh, against the Bravos. In Arlington, the Texas Rangers had the Minnesota Twins in this weekend. And the Miami Marlins will be at the Colorado Rockies here this weekend. And that's a quick look at what's going on in Major League Baseball this weekend and that will wrap up our y'all show for today and for the week we can't thank you enough for joining us here on the fun as we again today we mark the passing of elvis presley it was in 1977 that we lost the king of rock and roll on this very date 
Well, thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll be right back here all of next week with great shows as we get closer and closer to college football. In fact, only eight days remain until Miami and Florida get together in Orlando. Cannot wait for that. But again, hey, if you got a honeydew list, you better go do it this weekend because you'll be sitting in that lazy boy next weekend. Thanks for listening to Y'all with John Rawl. We'll see you back here Monday. Have a super weekend from Dixie with Love is going to get us out of here. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.